0: It's just streamlining us. Okay? So be part of that. Give your tithe. Give your offering. You can do that on our website. You can do that through the church app. You can throw a check in the mail uh, to the Lakes Region Vineyard Church over here at 175 uh, Mechanic Street. Uh, Or stop by during the week and come for a quick visit. You can have 10 people in the building at a time. So I would love to see you. Anyways, I am grateful that even in the midst of all of the shutdowns happening around us, that this venue of communication remains open and fluid for us to offer communal worship and encouragement through God's Word. Wasn't that a good worship time? Really good worship time. Uh, To be able to offer God's Word to you as a comfort uh, in your homes, right? In your homes, in the comfort of your own home on your TV, your computer, or even on a smartphone, and at a very safe social distance, right? You don't even have to do the bump thing. You're just already in that safe mode, right? And I'm also glad that we remain in this one place, that we are still one in Christ, right? Geography distance doesn't change the fact that we remain one in Christ, in spite of all of the chaos. This past week, I uh, tuned into a live stream presentation uh, by a guy named Ed Stetzer. Ed Stetzer holds the Billy Graham Distinguished Chair for Church Missions and Evangelism at Wheaton College. Probably one of the foremost guys on church growth in the country right now. Uh, He was speaking to the church at large about our response and posture, about our posture uh, to what is happening to the church at large uh, in response to this cri- crisis. So the church shuts down, you know, switching to live stream formatting, trying to maintain connectedness, financial stability as the world around us grinds to a halt or at least to a much slower pace. And he makes this statement. He says this, Although all of this is happening to us, very fast and unexpectedly, and yes, our church life as we have known it, no longer exists and may never return to the old normal. What's happening to the church is not the crisis. i to say that again. What's happening to the church is not the crisis. The fact that you can't be in this room is not the crisis. The crisis is still coming. And what's happening to the church is our part in the attempt to minimize the impact and effects of that crisis. Our response and our posture now is of utmost importance because it will determine our future actions and how they are perceived by others as the real crisis response is required of us when it reaches the crisis stage. It truly is a matter of posture. Here are some thoughts that I have developed in my thinking as I have pondered this situation as it is now and where it may or may not take us. First off, the church stands in the most unique position that any group of people could find themselves in under any circumstance, good, bad or indifferent, and I base that on this truth posed as a question by the Apostle Paul to the Corinthian church. In 1 Corinthians 3.16, he asks this, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? Later on in the letter, Paul expands the question in 1 Corinthians 6.19, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? And I think there's enough room in our interpretive thinking to allow for this to be applied most certainly to the individual born-again, spirit-filled Christian, but quite possibly also to our communal expression as the body of Christ in our own locations, cities, towns, states, or nations. We are the temple of God on earth at this very moment in time in the midst of everything that is going on around us. Within us is the source of all peace, rest, and comfort. So what does it mean to be the temple of God? First and foremost, it means that we as individuals, we as the corporate body of Christ, have become the place where heaven intersects with earth. We are the place that God himself has determined to meet with humankind. And if you want to take this back to its genesis in Genesis, then we are to the world what the garden was to Adam and Eve. At times like this, when people hear from the church in prayer, encouragement, in prophetic utterance, or even by example, by our posture, they should feel like they are hearing from God. And because of this, it is essential that we understand the unique posture God requires us to take. And it is simply this. Heart toward heaven, hands toward humanity. Heart towards heaven, hands toward humanity. We are the point of intersection. Whatever God wants to do, he most wants to do through his temple, the church. I like the way that Sean Bolts encapsulates this. He says, every time there is a disaster there is an encounter. For the church, every time there's a disaster, there's an encounter. In other words, God wants to meet us, and I am using the big us as in humanity in the midst of this crisis. If our posture is towards heaven for our answers, then we will find answers and opportunities that are healing and hopeful that bring provision in times of shortage, comfort in times of pain, and wisdom to deliver and restore our lives from this scourge. And more than that, to be able to properly posture ourselves toward those who are seeking things they have never sought or possibly never even knew they needed. Listen, everything, everything is being shaken right now. Why? Hebrews twelve twenty seven. the last part of that verse says this in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Hmm? Wow. Think about that. Think about that. How much of stuff we have seen as foundational we now see as shifting sands. Just in the church how less important it has become that we are are not gathered here on Sunday morning in this single room. And all of a sudden we're gathered all over the city, all over the town. People are watching us in California and Oklahoma, all over the world. Our, Our influence has broadened. We had double the amount of people with us last Sunday Over the internet, than we have ever had in this room at one single time. So we have this dynamic temple posture that says to God, Here am I, send me, use me. While at the same time, it says to the world in turmoil around us that God is accessible. To bring you peace and comfort in all your trials. Good news of the gospel, right? This is the good news of the gospel. But in order for this to be functionally effective, we also have to take on a warrior posture. A certain indignation against the prevailing forces of darkness working behind the scenes here on earth from the spirit realm. Ephesians 6 Beginning in verse 10, Paul says this, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. You all know this. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is not about Trump, the Democrats or the Republicans. It's not about the Chinese. This is about warfare in heavenly places is other stuff going on behind the scenes. Do not get distracted by the news. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places, Therefore, because of that, here's a word to the church for today. Because of that, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand firm. When the crisis hits, God expects you to stand strong. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Making supplication for all the saints. Now, did you catch the call to posture here? All throughout these verses, things like stand against, withstand, right? That means something's pushing against you. Push back to the point where you are immovable. Stand firm. Stand therefore. All of these call us to a proper posture the stance we need to take against an enemy we cannot see and yet feel the impact of its presence. Are we in that place today? So how do we do that? Paul answers that right in the verses. Pray at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication, For all the saints. Now, listen, you can have all of that equipment, all of that armor, all polished and honed and in tip top shape, but if you are not utilizing your equipment up against the foe that it is designed to defeat, then you are simply a Christian on parade. We are in a battle, and yes, the battle belongs to the Lord, but he has called us to engage, not merely observe. To fight the good fight of prayer and supplication. Closing, let me read Philippians 4. I think this covers it well. Do not be anxious about anything. Wow. Do not be anxious about anything. Listen, if you hoarded toilet paper, go next door and give some to your neighbor. Right? Because if they're out, you'll feel the effects in about a week. (laughs) But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Listen, don't get all mournful about this. With thanksgiving, God is on the move. God is on the move. What you're seeing with the natural... It's just the opposite of what God is going to accomplish. He's going to turn this thing upside down. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God. Can you use that today? Can all of you use the peace of God today? Which surpasses all understanding. It might not even make sense, but who cares? If I can get it, I need it. will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Listen, don't get caught up in blame places. Think on these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. He will be in his temple. Remember this. His provisions are always already in place. And this is where we should find our answers. See what I just did? Violated one of the rules. Licked my finger to turn the page. <laughs> so much for my social distancing, right? So listen, all, all of you out there, all of you guys, and I'm going to ask you to stand up. We're talking about posture today. You know, I, I love this posture. I love this posture of just saying to the Lord, listen, I am open open to whatever you want to give me. And let me bless you all again this week with the blessing that I gave you last week. The Lord bless you yes. and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations your family, and your children, and their children, and their children. May his presence go before you, and behind you, and beside you, all around you, and within you. He is with you. Yes, he is with you. In the morning, in the evening, in your coming, and in your going, in your weeping, and rejoicing, he is for you. Yes, he is for you. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you. Stay safe. Stay connected. And most of all, stay in prayer. Amen. Amen.